Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift, Lori Bischoff. We're talking shift. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 70 of We're Talking Shift, the podcast where I talk a lot of shift because I believe that when we feel stuck, when it's time to level up, rise to a challenge, or make any kind of meaningful shift in our lives, that process must begin with a shift in our thinking. That, my friends, is the antidote to feeling stuck. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with a longtime family friend, Diamond Dallas Page. Dallas Page is a retired professional wrestler. He was a three-time WCW World Heavyweight Champ, World TV Champ, two-time U.S. Champ, and four-time Tag Team Champ. He was also with the WWF, is a former European Champ and Tag Team Champ, and in 2017, he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Ooh, a lot of W's there. But hang tight. We are not here just to talk about professional wrestling today. I invited Dallas on to talk about his hugely successful yoga workout program. It may seem like an unlikely transition from professional wrestler to yoga guru, but after rupturing multiple discs in his back and then bent on getting his body to heal so that he could get back into the ring in the late 90s, Dallas turned to yoga and defying all odds, he made a full-on comeback. So once he discovered the amazing restorative effects of yoga through his own experience, Dallas was compelled to create what would become the phenomenally successful DDP yoga workout program. Now, this program, you guys, is unique in that it integrates yoga with rehabilitation techniques, calisthenics, and dynamic resistance. DDP Yoga has a very strong celebrity following with people like singer Darius Rucker, comedian and actor Gabriel Iglesias, and even pro wrestlers like Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. But what really separates Dallas's program from others is that it's rooted in adaptability so that anybody at any age or skill level can do it and make it their own. Dallas is now a sought-after inspirational speaker and fitness guru who holds live inspiration meets perspiration fitness workshops around the world. He appears at Comic-Cons across the globe and is a frequent guest on top-rated radio programs, podcasts, and morning TV shows. Dallas is also, as if we haven't shared enough about him. He's also a decorated actor, having appeared in numerous films such as Rob Zombie's The Devil's Rejects, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror, First Daughter, and the comedy gem Ready to Rumble with David Arquette. He's also appeared on Shark Tank, is currently a guest star on Mario Van Peebles' new show on sci-fi, Superstition, and is starring in the upcoming Adi Shankar series, Gods and Secrets. Whew. So without further ado, let's get him on and start talking some shift. Dallas, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Lori, talking <laughs> shift is awesome. I never <laughs> even thought of that like that. That is a great way to get uh, 
two powerful words together. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, my friend. Thank you. I like it. It's it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with that. Uh, obviously, can go in a lot of directions. But uh, but again, thank you for taking the time to hang out um, with us today. And I'm I'm really looking forward to sharing this amazing program and um, some of the stories around it with everybody because uh, you know this is unusual. I mean. Dallas, what you learn to do with your body is pretty amazing. I mean, you're super tall and I've seen you stand on one leg and pick the other up and stretch it straight up over your head. Now, I don't recall you ever showing off that move during your wrestling heydays. So I guess where I'd like to start is what did you have to do to, to, how did you have to change the way that you trained and worked out and prepared? You know, there was one way you had to do that to be in the ring and then, you know, cause you got to take a lot of abuse and, and obviously all the wrestling moves, but how did you have to change in order to get into this really beneficial yoga practice and ultimately be able to pull your foot up over your head? Oh, you know, it, it really starts with, I am the guy, you know, the guy who started wrestling at 35, his career doesn't take off till he's 40. So I was always constantly trying to find ways to hold back the hands of time but mm-hmm. yoga was never one of them. As a matter of yeah. fact, I was the guy who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga the first 42 years of my life. But, you know, after signing the final big multi-million dollar deal that everything had accumulated, all the hard work had gotten me to that point where I signed the big multi-million dollar contract, then I blew my back out. And they, three different spine specialists tell me, my career's over. Now, at the time, I was married to Kimberly, and she was like, you know, you, you really should try yoga. And I'm like, F that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing yoga. You know, I'm not doing right. that. And, and this went on for a couple of days of her trying to talk me into it. And finally, she, like, bullied me to the point of, like, you're the guy that will try anything, but you're too cool to do yoga. Mm-hmm. And this could help you get you back in the ring. Thing. Just this could be this could be your this could be your this could be the thing that turns your career and gives you a career back. So that's where I said, all right, I'll go down there in our little basement area that we had, and I, you know, she brought me a bunch of different tapes back then, VCR tapes, right? Right. And uh, I'm not doing no, I, I, I nothing. I, I'm unrelatable to that person. And this went through about five different tapes. And I was finally like, I'm done. And then she put in a guy named Brian Katz. And Brian was, you know, long, curly hair, handsome dude. Really, he chilled, but he was was like a kid from Detroit, you know? Yeah, Uh, yeah. So uh, let me stop you there for a second. What was the stigma that you had around yoga that was making you go, you know, F this, I'm not doing yoga. What was this, how, chick, you know, how were you thinking chick, about it? Chick workout, you know, yeah, um, yeah. you know, mellow mantras, you know, yeah. it just wasn't, I really didn't even understand breathing, you know, the way right. to get the most out of your breath at that point in my life. Uh, you know me, I'm, uh, especially back then, I was way over the top. And the right. character that Diamond Dallas Page was, was way over the top. And uh, that was just me, as you know, jacked to the gills. I mean, I was, 
I, I was, you know, any guy who really makes it in professional wrestling is just themselves turned way up. And yeah. I was, because I was trying to find that character, it's kind of like being a method actor. Mm-hmm. Um, you get caught in it all the time. Like, when do you, like, unplug? And as you know, you've known me since the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. I very rarely unplug. So now I'm like crippled in my bed and it's a, it's a laying down's okay, but sitting up's impossible and it really like uncomfortable. And, uh, Kim finally brought me this one guy, you know, that I liked his name was Brian Chess. Today he's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't do any of the moves, which of course Kim was like Gumby, which right. only frustrated <laughs> me more. Um, but I literally could feel a difference. And I swore to myself, if I set a goal, and you know this, when I set a goal, it's done. Like, I'm going to do it. Whether it works or not, I'm going to work towards that goal, and I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to have the discipline. So I committed for one month to see what would happen. And really, after day one, I felt a little different. I thought it was just in my head. By the third week, I realized it wasn't in my head. It, well, it was in my head, but it was also in my body. Right. And I was starting to feel a difference. So that pulled me in. Uh-huh. And the rest is history. <laughs> well, you know, because, well, really, yeah. I, I, I'll elaborate on it because, you know, I was still going to rehab because, you know, I, I was doing rehab my back and I've had both some shoulder surgeries and both knee surgeries. So I had a really good, you know, understanding of rehabilitation techniques. And something that God gifted me at, uh, I could figure out how to break up scar tissue. Because I have a pretty high pain threshold. So anything that's painful, I don't think anyone should do. But a lot of people stop it really uncomfortable. Yeah. And really uncomfortable can help you break up that scar tissue, whether it's in your knees, your back, your hips, your shoulders. I don't care where it is, but on the, your toes. I don't care where it is. You, a lot of people quit right away. And the whole thing is to learn how to breathe. Because breathing, I mean, mm-hmm. the best way to say it, what do they tell women to do when they're pushing a baby out of their body? Breathe. Yep. No, really breathe. Don't hold your breath. And learning how to breathe was probably the greatest lesson I've ever learned in life, period. And my method is learning how to breathe, teach people the basic, just breathe in for three seconds and out for three seconds. Right. And in for right. three seconds and out for three seconds. And three becomes five, five becomes 10, 10 becomes, you know, 20. And I literally, before I walk on a stage, uh, to my Hall of Fame in front of 17,000 people and millions of people watching. I had done that in 15 years. I could have been in my head, like, oh my God, what if, what if, what if? But instead, the story I was telling myself was, this is going to be the greatest day of my life. You know, Eric was giving me, your husband was giving me maybe one of the best introductions a Hall of Famer could ever have. I mean, it was heartfelt. It was real. It was powerful. And I was yeah. listening to it. And I, by the time I walked on that set to hug him, I was breathing in and out for 20, 
which put me at a whole different level. And if I don't ever start with yoga, which today I call DDPY more than ever. Why? Because I want people to stop calling it just yoga because it's so much more. And Mm -hmm. what I did was I started to go back when I was, after about two weeks, I'd say about two months in, I started to mix the rehabilitation techniques with the yoga positions. I went, wow, that really works. And I threw in old school calisthenics to push up squats and crunches. Mm-hmm. Now, I had to do them really slow because I was still really injured. I mean, Lori, I had three spine specialists, like the best, tell me you're never going to wrestle again. You might oh. have to have these, these <laughs> disfused. And I was Would- not about letting anybody cut my yeah. body open. So once I started to see how this fusion, so to speak, of yoga positions and rehabilitation techniques and old school calisthenics. And then the, really the secret sauce to my program is what I call dynamic resistance. Think time under tension. Like when you lift weights, that's time under tension. If you've mm-hmm. ever put a heart monitor on or anybody who's listening, put a heart monitor on your body and just picked up, let's say uh, 20 pound dumbbells, or if a guy's strong, 45 pound dumbbells. And just did curls. And I'm talking about just literally doing one with your right arm, one with your left arm. By the time you got to eight, your heart rate would be jacked up so high you would never believe it. But I'm not moving. I'm just moving weight. Well, the time under tension is something I figured out by accident. And what I figured out was every time you flex or engage a muscle, every single time, your heart has to beat faster to get the blood to the muscle. It's kind of like you're laying down, your heart rate slows ever. Sit up, your heart rate raises. Stand, it goes up. Walk, jog, run, sprint. The same thing happens standing still if you can engage the muscles properly. So mm-hmm. what today, what I call DDPY is, is a kick-ass cardiovascular workout that will dramatically increase your flexibility, strengthen your core at a whole nother level, all with minimal joint impact. And I that's how come three months later, I was back in the ring. At 42, those spine specialists said my career was over. At 43, I was the heavyweight champ of the world, the oldest guy ever to be in that spot. And, you know, that's like our Oscar in professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Right, know? right. I mean, that is a massive uh, accomplishment, number one, and testimonial to the power of not only yoga, but but your program with the way that you have combined the other elements with it. I think uh, I love that. I mean, when I do my own yoga practice, I kind of do a similar thing. I mix it up with, with all of these other things because, I don't know, I just listen to my body and it tells me this is what I want to do. So I do all of these different things. And I, I know for me that works really, really well. What, so what happened though? So you, you know, you recover, you have this great comeback um, and, and then how did you get to the point where you decided, you know what, I, I got to start teaching other people. What inspired you to take it, you know, to the masses and really create, refine and create uh, well, a program? I didn't really know, you know, if regular guys would do it. You know, I knew I would, but it was out of necessity. Mm-hmm. But I started to work with different guys that were friends of mine. 
And they were, you know, most of them had mobility issues, had nothing to do with weight. Like, I've had people literally lose. Um, a guy named Jared um, um, Mollenkopf was 510 pounds. 17 and a half months later, he's 197. But forget yeah. about the 300-pound weight loss in 70 months. It's his mobility holding his foot over his head higher than I can. And in the beginning, couldn't even lift his foot off the ground, barely. Mm-hmm. So it's the mobility where I started to get guys and the strength. Because, again, when we, I, you know, with yoga, you reach your arms to the heavens so the universe smiles back at you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing any of that shit. Like, literally, <laughs> I've got you feet hip distance, grip your toes which is going to activate your feet and your calves. Now, try to straighten your legs and pull your feet towards each other, but don't move. That's an isometric movement there where there is Mm -hmm. no movement. So now you're working your adductors. Now, tuck your tailbone and squeeze your glutes. That's going to activate your glutes. Now, flex your quads, flex your glutes, grab the ball. Open your fingers as wide as you can. When you open your fingers as wide as you can, now all the muscles in your forearm, your biceps, your shoulders are activating. Remember, every time you flex or engage a muscle, your heart has to beat faster to get the blood to the muscle. Now just don't raise your arms up in the, you know, touchdown is what I call it. Don't mm-hmm. just create your own resistance. Create your own time under tension. Then once I get you in touchdown, I have you bring your arms out to a T, then come around and make the sign of the diamond cutter. And what that means for people who have no idea what I'm talking about, open your fingers wide and push your thumb and index of fingers against each other really hard. Now that's going to activate the outsides of your tricep and your forearm and your traps. Now take that up, pushing your fingers against each other, come out to a T, clench your fist, and hulk it up, brother. Again, nothing like yoga, you know? Right, right. I And that's, I think that that's really cool because, I mean, I love yoga. I've been doing yoga for 20 years and, um, but I, but I'll tell you what, um, if somebody asked me to teach a yoga class, um, I probably know, like, remember, like, three of the yoga, the names for the poses. Like, okay, downward dog, sun salute. Everything else is just, it's just the movement. It's all about the movement for me and what I'm doing with my body. I don't pay that much attention to the the Sanskrit terms and, and all of the names. And I think sure. it's awesome, but it just doesn't register with me. So I really am intrigued about how you're doing this because it's more just all about, like you said, the the physicality and what you're doing. And I think it helps for people that may still have an attitude of, oh, you know, yoga, it's a, it's a gentle feminine chick way to exercise and, you know, and wear some, some spandex. And if you're, you know, if that's not going to reel you in, um, your program and the way that you teach, uh, I think it makes it a lot more approachable for so many people that might have, you know, that kind of mental stigma around yoga. Hey, so, let me give you this funny story. We, we, we developed our app, our DDP Yoga Now app. You just look up DDPY on, you know, on whether it's uh, iTunes or Google Play or go to DDPY.com. Uh, if you, if you go to where the app is, you get seven days for free to try it. 
the app, the workout section. There's also Motivational Mondays. Every Monday, do Motivational Monday. There's our nutrition section that every week I have a new recipe that is gluten-free, dairy-free, GMO-free, organic. Or people want organic this, organic that. Or as I think that how used to call it, food. Because everything was organic. Uh, bottom line is our workouts. Our beginning workouts are called DDPY Rebuild. And we actually trademarked, we can rebuild you. Our first workouts start off in bed. Like, you can't get out of bed? Well, I got three workouts for you in bed that'll help you get out of bed and sit in a chair. And then I'm going to teach you how to work out sitting in a chair. Oh, by the way, I'm going to get your heart rate jacked up in the fat burning zone sitting in a chair. Mm, And this is something I figured out over time. So strengthening that body in the chair helps you get off the chair in our Stand Strong workouts, and you use the chair. Now, what's great about that, especially people who have limited mobility, you know, people Mm -hmm. who are older, they can't get up and get down. The chair becomes, you know, instead of a block in a yoga class, the Mm -hmm. chair becomes this huge block. And it starts to build people's strength at a different level, and that gets you ready for our beginner program. And I break down all the beginning moves for each level so that people really understand them. I really keep it simple, and I encourage people to make the DDPY their own. In other words, our program meets you wherever you are. Yeah, that's beautiful, because I think you're, that's so true. Uh, So many people have um, something, you know, an obstacle or something that's keeping them from even beginning because they feel like they're so far away from being in a, in a position or in a state to even start something that you almost have to have the, the pre-start program, which is what you've developed, which I think is brilliant because then really nobody's left out. There's something for everyone. And, and I really love that about your program. What, what would you, um, think? Yeah. Okay. So do you mentioned Jared? I was going to tell you or ask you to, to tell us about Jared, which you already did. Is, is he like the most, what you would say, extreme success story that, you know, you've been able to guide, um, a, a client or a, a student through? No, he, 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 he's been, he's one of the top ones, but the most fascinating and between our face, our, our YouTube has got like 47 million views to all, everyone who's used Arthur's video, the disabled veteran, you know, five foot six, 297 pounds, and not, was not able to walk without the aid of knee braces, back brace, or wraparound canes for 15 years. And we had, we, his son documented everything. Like, I really inspired one guy. And that, when I first finally decided to make this a workout, Lori, in the beginning, I was just helping guys. And it was really for guys. Then me and uh, my one of my business partners, uh, Dr. Craig Aaron, he's a chiropractor and, and, and been a yogi for decades by that time. I said to him, I said, I've got this idea. And originally it was called Yoga for Regular Guys. Right. And I said, we do this book. 
and we do it like tongue in cheek, and we have fun with it. But the workout parts dead serious, and we 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 put regular dudes, all sizes, and hot looking women, <laughs> and uh, that that's that's how it started. But so many women love who hated yoga. <laughs> they uh-huh. go, I can't do yoga; it's too boring. You know, so many women who were not yogis or would never be a yogi were like, God, I love this program. And then it just became a life of its own. And then I did my first DVD series back in 2005, so 14 years ago. And um, we, uh, we, we did that. And then in 2007, that's when I met Arthur. Arthur Borman is his name. And how I met him was every single person who got our program, every single person, I would, when they, when they bought, you know, they buy the program, I would send them an email. You know, it was a cut and paste email, but I'm, there was no, like, can I have an automatic response? I've got, you know, every, everything on the planet, you know, is, 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 it isn't just me. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a whole amazing team that we have here. But right. back then it was just me. So I would send him an email saying, Hey, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I, I, I want to thank you. You already bought the program. Or thank you for believing in me. Uh, I would love you to answer me six questions. And Arthur's answers were so amazing. These six questions um, that I wrote him back. And I'd never talked to anybody on the internet. Anybody who'd done my program, really, up till that point, I knew who they were, you know, because I turned them on to it. Right. And um, I was I was doing homework before I made the original first DVDs. I was doing home workouts in my backyard and giving them to my friends, and that's how I got all these transformations. Mm-hmm. And um, Arthur. You know, his, his, his is so powerful. I said, hey, bro, thank you so much for writing that, that taking the time. And, you know, I really appreciate it. I would, you know, uh, it sounds like you need some help. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And that's when he said, um, disabled veteran, morbidly obese, and that he had relegated the thinking of himself as a piece of furniture. Mm. I thought, wow, that's powerful. Um, so I said, send me some pictures so I could see what I was dealing with. And he sent me these pictures on the canes, you know, you know, his stomach was bloated big time. Uh, yeah. you could see the knee braces. I didn't know they wrapped it into, into his back brace. I didn't know that it took his wife 20 minutes every morning to put the sleeves on his knees and to put the braces on him and put the sleeves over his knees, help him put his pants on so he go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, then he I remember the seeing those pictures. You have those posted, the didn't you? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, Are you there? So, bottom line is that, yeah. Can you hear me? Yep, we're good. Did I lose you? Okay. No, we're here. So the bottom line, I didn't realize. I didn't realize all the challenges that he had. Um, and he sent me those pictures, and I'm thinking, man, how am I going to help that guy? And I was working with a guy named Dr. Fred Bishy. And Dr. Fred Bishy was a rawest. All he ate was vegetables and fruits, period. But he developed this, this way of eating 
that was food combining where you didn't mix proteins with carbs. And it was pretty strict, but it was all about health. And my brother, he was my brother's mentor, and he literally had helped guys stage four level cancer kick out and freaking go into remission just by changing what they were eating. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't tell you about the food, I don't know what else can. But what ended up happening is I sent this food plan to Arthur. Now, I expect him to send me back. I'll give it a try or, you know, thanks. Uh, you know, I, I think I can do it. Um, and I would have said, wrote, I would have written him back. Awesome. Keep me posted. But he right. didn't do that. He wrote, I can do this. And I said, nice. send me your phone number. I want to talk to you. And that's the first guy I ever called that I didn't know. And his, I, like I say, I inspired one guy. He has inspired millions of people. Yeah, that is an amazing story. And I can only imagine how, um, I mean, how grateful he was that you actually, you know, connected with him and were able to, you know, really um, listen to him and see him and guide him through this process. And how is Arthur today? Well, I, I failed to say this for people who didn't know, but Arthur would lose 140 pounds in 10 months. But more importantly, he lost the knee braces, the back brace, and the wraparound cane, not just to walk, but run. And that's a video that's just, it's all over. If you're at DDPY.com, you can watch the entire transformation. That was 12 years ago. Mm. And today, Arthur is amazing. I mean, he still, he comes like, we have a thing every year we call the summit here at our DDP Yoga Performance Center in right out, it's in Atlanta, Georgia. One of the suburbs is called Smyrna. And that's where, that's where our, our, our DDPY headquarters is, our corporate headquarters. And we also let you have people work out here as well. And uh, there'll be over 200, 250 people here uh, in the middle of March. And all of them, will be either transformations or instructors that come from all over the world that are transformations. Because <laughs> that's the whole thing. People who do our program, they get these unbelievable results because they actually do it, you know, right. they're supposed right. to do. And then they want to teach other people. Yes. Which is really cool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, that, and that's the beauty of it. I mean, like anything, when you find something that you find is so valuable in your own life and it somehow transforms you in some way that's so meaningful, you know, most people want to share that. They want to help other people. So I think you obviously have a a ton of raving fans out there, which, you know, speaks highly about your program, obviously. I think it's amazing. So what I want to ask you is what would you say to like, you know, somebody that's listening right now and they're, and they're kind of intrigued, but they're not convinced yet. You know, they're just really, really discouraged about, about their state of, you know, their health or physical condition. And they, they don't feel that there's really any hope. They've tried everything. What do you, what do you say to them? Where should they start? What are your words to inspire them to at least give it a, a try? Other than everything we just shared. Well, 
You know, um, I tell everybody, don't listen to a word I have to say. <laughs> you know, nice. don't, don't listen to anything I have to say. I just go on Facebook. There is a um, a page there, DDP Yoga. It's the members only. We don't control it. It's run by the people who do the program. There's over 40,000 people on that. And I will bet you there's 30,000 active people on that. And it's a place that people go. They ask questions of other people who are doing the program. You know, and the response there is just, it's legendary. Uh, I tell them I go to my, if they're an Instagram fan, you know, go to Diamond Dallas Page, you know, Instagram or, or at DDP Yoga Instagram or Twitter at DDP Yoga or at Real DDP. Read what people write. You know, it's kind of like, it's really next to impossible when you're a wrestler, okay, or any athlete or, you know, singer that, you know, you know you really made it when the people start chanting your name. And yeah. I'll never forget the first time I heard people chanting DDP. I mean, it was, I came back through the curtain and Hulk Hogan pulled me over. And he looked at me and this kid, you're on your way. He's like, do you know how hard it is to get people to chant your name? Back then, like today, it's almost a thing, you know, where they get caught in different things. And it's especially the wrestling crowd, or even football for that matter, people start chanting stuff. But 20 years ago, it didn't exist. So if someone was chanting your name, it was really over. The craziest thing that happened to me recently, uh, Lori, is um, I'm sure you're familiar with AEW. That's mm-hmm. the new wrestling organization that's on TNT. Right, right. there, me and Eric worked for just 15 years, um, and now wrestling is back on TNT. And Turner's knows it's show called Dynamite, and and Dusty Rhodes' son, Cody Rhodes, who I'd literally been mentoring since he was 12 years old. Now he's 34. He's in his father's spot. He's running the show. And just recently, three weeks ago, I got involved in an angle, which for people listening, it's like a storyline. And I did my piece. And at one point, I just took a break in what I was saying. And the entire wrestling arena, probably 12,000 people, started chanting yoga. <laughs> Yoga. I and I hate when people call it yoga not by itself. <laughs> right. It was so organic. It was so organic that imagine forget twenty years ago or ten years ago, three years ago, two years ago, a wrestling audience chanting yoga. Like yeah, never yeah, you'd never guess gonna that happen, happen ever. Never gonna happen. I was on Joe Rogan's podcast last September, and he was so cool. He's one of the coolest guys I've ever hung out with. He's just like me when it comes to being an incredible, positive energy zone. And he literally said, he goes, you have changed the face of yoga. He goes, you have made it cool 
for guys to do your version. You know, he said, DDBY. He's like, dude, he goes, it's amazing. It's still young guy. He goes, yeah, kind of. And uh, when, when that happened, those people, you know, started chain yoga, I just started laughing. I thought, right. this is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Like, you know, wrestling. <laughs> right. That is insane. That's insane. Um, Dallas, would you, uh, I know you probably have like dozens and dozens of these, but I would love it if you have a, a quick going rogue story you can share. I mean, you've already shared a lot of inspiring stuff, but I always like to ask my guests to share a time, um, you know, where they had to hit the brakes and, and they did a, an about face and just ran off in a completely other direction, or they did something really risky or scary or outside of protocol. And it, it, you know, it was maybe challenging, but it ultimately changed the course of their life for the better. Can you share a a short story about a going rogue moment for you? You know, it's really involved in the whole story. You know, at one point, I was down to, like, my last, you know, 100 grand, you know, and I'd gotten control because uh, I had a big corporation involved with me at one time and built them in to what I was doing with my whole VDP uh, uh, Y program. And I knew that the whole Yoga for Regular Guys thing wasn't going to work. I just felt like uh, I met a guy whose father owned um, cops and they were a reality show company and they had like 30 other reality shows. And I said to him, I said, what's the most important thing about a reality show? He said, the name. I said, seriously, man, name's the most important thing. And he said, yeah, he said, think about it. Cops, uh, the apprentice, biggest loser. You know exactly who they are. As soon as you hear, you know what it means. And I thought to myself, yoga for regular guys, YRG, it's too confusing. I'm just going to call it DDP yoga and tagline it. It ain't your mama's yoga. And I put my last hundred grand in the company and said, okay, I'm yeah, going let's, let's qualify it back for this because month. there's a lot of people that be your last hundred grand, you know, so business wise, in a business context, you are getting down to um, your last. Um, I mean, it takes a lot to market and run a business. So I just want to qualify that for people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. A lot of guts. A lot of guts to do that. And, you know, at that point, you know, I look at today where we are today. And it really took a team. Like my business, one of my business partners sitting 10 feet from me. His name is Steve Yu. He's also the director of The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And if you've never seen The Resurrection of Jake the Snake, it's about three wrestlers, but it has nothing to do with wrestling. Um, It was the two of us coming together and finding that formula that, that worked and believing in each, you know, you know, listening to each other when you know you think you're so right. And then, well, wait a second. How about if we just tilt it this way? And, like, one of the things he did that really changed face of our company was I had edited this version of Arthur's video with his son. And one day he said to me, he said, I'm going to change. I'm just going to tune that up. And when he tuned it up and put that video together in one night... 
we went viral. We went to number one on um, Reddit. I didn't even know what Reddit was back then. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. did, except for the real guys who were really into that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We were on the number one face page. We were on Arthur's video, went to msm.com. It went to ATT. I mean, when it went Yahoo. It went everywhere. That's back when a million views was ridiculous. And I was getting on the plane, and Steve sent me a screenshot. And it was something on Twitter, and it said, stop what you're doing right now and watch real magic. And it was signed David Copperfield. And it was Arthur's video. And when I landed in Nashville, he sent me another one. It said, one of the most inspiring videos I've ever seen. Takes a while to get there, but worth the wait. Tony Robbins. Nice. That is like, amazing. If, if, I, if I don't go the extra hundred, if I don't go the extra hundred grand, if I don't do that, it never happens. Like uh, in Napoleon Hill's book, uh, he has a great story called Three Feet from Gold. And these miners, you know, they put so much money and so much time and effort and work ethic, and finally they gave up and they sold it. And the next guy came in three feet later, he had gold, like the biggest gold prospect of that era. Wow. Like, you just so, can't give so up. It's, like, so what's the going rogue the part story. for you? Was it, was it the trust and being willing to, you know, um, collaborate with somebody? Go all in. Like, Take away that little nest egg. Like, I could have done anything. I could have gone back to wrestling. I could have done anything that would have been healthy for me at all. Because you see what the guys look like that keep doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, me going back and doing what I did on TNT last week, and I actually wrestled, was just, it was also very abbreviated. Um, It was just, it was a commercial for DDPY. The show, what I could do with, Two months from 64. Like, I don't look like I missed a step. But back mm-hmm. there, the road part was like, like, I thought about quitting. I thought about walking away a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. When I was 300,000 in, now they got 400,000 in. Okay, now 448,000 in. Like, just yeah. walk away from it. It's not going to happen. The road part's believing in yourself. I got a yeah. book that's out right now. It's called Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning It. And it is whatever the hell you want it to be. You, you know, people, you know, they constantly will be wanting something to happen right now. Well, it doesn't work like that. Right. Sometimes what looks like the worst thing to ever happen to you is the best. You just have to breathe. And keep putting the work in. Example, when I blew my back out, I ruptured my L4 and L5. If they said my career was over, if I'd listened to them, it would have been over. But I didn't, and I found a way to do it without having operating on my body. Chris Jericho, who's one of the biggest stars in the world, just celebrated his 49th birthday at 41, blew his back out exactly the same way. I sent him Arthur's video. He watched Arthur's video. He called me back 
five minutes later, he said, I will do whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> Three months later, he headlined WrestleMania against CM Punk. Uh, he tells AJ Styles, who's in the prime of his career but blows his back out, this is before he shows up at the WWE because his back's so blown out. He came here, spent a day with me. He does DDPY five days a week. He wrestles like he's 24. He's 43. So, like, what looked like the worst thing that ever happened to me turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. And not just me. Everyone that surrounds us. Everyone who doesn't give it a try. Everyone who puts the work in. Right. And there you have it right there, too. Yeah. And (laughs) you got to put the work in, too. You I mean, believing is is the beginning point, but believing you got to follow that up with some doing. A hundred percent. And there is no try. There is only to do. (laughs) perfect tell us um tell me i know we breezed over a couple of the places a little while ago where people can find you but um let's before i let you go um let's run by those sources one more time where can people find out um more about you and your program so that uh they can rush on over there and download the app and get to work yeah, really. You know, like ddpy.com um, okay. or ddpyoga.com, they both take the same place. And go to the bottom of the page. Don't look at anything above. But go to the bottom of the page and look at the videos. Like the Arthur Vance, like last year, God, last year, I helped a guy named uh, Vance Hines, and I saw his video on Twitter. He was 475 pounds. And he was, he was filming himself with his hand out with the camera on him, making a commitment to you know, um, Bert Kreischer, one of the co- comedians. Um, he, uh, it inspired him because, you know, a guy who was partying all the time, did a half a marathon. He was a big Bert Kreischer fan. Joe Rogan has this thing called uh, Sober October. And it inspired him to get up and walk around the block. Well, I saw that video. And I couldn't DM him because he wasn't following me. But I sent him a tweet and I said, hey, Vance, if you ever want to put the work in, you want some serious help, get in touch with me. And he wrote me back because he followed me then and he DM'd me. And he said, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but I had no idea who you were. And he said that, um, you know, um, I know now and my Twitter lit up. If you don't let DDP help you, you're crazy. He said, I used to say no to everything. Everyone's help. I said, no, I got it. He said, today I say yes to everything. Vance would lose 198 pounds in one year. One year. Like your life can change so much in a month. But if you put the work in for a year, anything is possible. And if you go to ddpy.com, it'll show you all the ways that that can happen. But again, go to Facebook at DDP Yoga and go to that members only. And just ask people whatever you want. 
Go to you know, my Twitter, at RealDDP, at DDP Yoga, or my Instagram, at Diamond Dallas Page or at DDP Yoga, and see what people post. People are posting stuff all the time. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, the internet can be a really bad place, but it can also be yeah. a really good place, too. Right, right. And I think that's the most compelling is when you're somebody searching for something um, to hear the testimonials and the experiences of other people as opposed to, you know, the 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 company or the person, you know, whose product it is, obviously, when you're hearing the results and the experiences of your fellow man, um, that, that has influence, that has power. So I hope everybody will go and check out those sources. And I will, uh, I'll also, um, include, uh, the ddp.com website and stuff in the show notes so people can find it. Although I'm sure it is not hard to find. If you want to find it bad enough, you'll find it. Right. So anyway, Dallas, just Google DDP, yeah. which is pretty damn cool that we have that kind of uh, an imprint on the web. They all you do is put up DDP. <laughs> Everything will come up, like yeah. at like number one, two, three, four, or something. And then it goes to some company named DDP. But uh, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, it's really uh, it's been an awesome ride. It has. I, I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited for what you've created. And, and I know it's still even, you've got so much more I know in you that you're going to do. I'm very excited. We'll have to talk again. Um, but I really appreciate you taking some time to hang out with me and my listeners today and share the good shift. Thank you. Well, I'm digging the good shift. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. Um, We will see you on the other side and uh, take care. Thank you, Dallas. Love you, baby. Well, that is a lot, you guys. There's a lot of, um, oh my God, there's so much that we covered. I can't even remember it all, but. But you heard it all straight from Dallas. I hope you are really compelled to check out his DDP yoga program because it truly is. Um, it's, it's its own thing. And it is so cool. Hugely successful. People are having amazing, amazing results with it. it uh, it's not just something that, uh, that they do for you know a week or a month and then they walk away. It becomes a lifestyle, which I think is what is really key. So... Um, like he said, you know, go all in, don't quit. Um, you know, the value of going rogue is really believing in yourself. Step up. So as always, you guys, thank you again for hanging out with us today. Please be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you got something good out of this episode, I would love it if you would give me a rating and help spread the good shift around by sharing this podcast with your friends. You can always find out more about working with me And that would be on lauribischoff.com. Until next week, stay feisty and go forth and make some epic shift happen in your life. You too, Gary Vee. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.